Okay, this time I'm at the uh, I am at the front of Sal, sitting in the uh, passenger seat. Got the peace flag flying out the window. Um, <laughs> what a day! What a day! Where do I begin? I, when was the last time I talked? Last night, I guess. So this is uh, Friday. Um, my friend who I met uh, five years ago, lovely, lovely woman from uh, Colorado, retired professor. Um, picked me up, took me to her favorite, favorite place for uh, breakfast. Uh, the Owl. And it's a classic old diner type place. It's just wonderful. And oh my God, she ordered the, um, you know, Eggs Benedict with ham and hollandaise sauce. And I said, well, I was going to go for a Greek, you know, spinach and feta. And she was just so sure. And the waitress said, well, yeah, you know what you're ordering. Man, that was a meal and a half. Like a thick slab of ham. I got That was like two lamb chops in there. That wasn't just a little bit of sliver of sliced ham. Anyway, uh, full breakfast, uh, you know, cup after cup of black coffee. What a start to the day and the most wonderful conversation. Like, we connected last time, five years ago. We just, bam, hit it off. We talked. She's the one who took me to Kerouac's grave and around. Well, you know, like I say, last night she said, "Hey, I'll pick you. I'll meet you tomorrow for breakfast." And we got into a talk. She she knows young, and young in psychology, and and we, so we we talked a lot about America, life, politics, uh, the self, knowing yourself, and and you know, exchanged. Okay, it, it's what you do here. It's conversation over breakfast. God damn, that was nice. And uh, and then from there, where did we go from there? Back to the uh, Wuthering, caught up with people again. You're just jumping in and out of conversations. People are just in and out. There's an outside patio. There's the reality alley. There's the in the bar. And everybody's just, you know, forming and reforming these little groups. And um, so 2 o'clock comes along, and they said, well, it's just an, an art gallery around the corner. And they're just going to have a talk uh, of a Kerouac conversation. I forget what they called it, but it was just uh, just talking Jack, I think it was, something like that. And God, was that fascinating. Now, the person who was there was the owner of the Beat Museum in San Francisco. And uh, he had some interesting stories, as you can well imagine. Uh, so, that yeah, that was the talking Jack and a lot of stuff about Jack's French-Canadianness and... and uh, informed people, writers amongst them, researchers, scholars, talking Jack. Well, this is this is good. What do you do? You walk back to the Worthen, you regroup. Did I have a beer? I can't remember. I know I had a beer right after the uh, poetry. Did I even mention poetry? Ali started the day with um, the poetry workshop, Reality Alley Poetry Workshop. With Dan Bacon. Maybe I mentioned that. I don't know. But uh, Dan's the fellow I annoyed. 
by my comments about Kerouac. He's a fellow I apologized to last night. He's a fellow I bought a beer that I had promised him five years ago. Next time I see him, he, uh, a Guinness, and uh, followed by getting one for myself. We're good. We're all good. And then this afternoon after that, after the talking Jack, and after, uh, you know, reconnecting back at the bar, uh, off to... A uh, classical jack from Bach to Debussy to Amram. That is David Amram, who I mentioned five years ago in the podcast. Um, you just Google it. I'm not going to go through it. David Amram, A-M-R-A-M. He's the one who did the music for Pull My Daisy and for several Hollywood films and classical scores and so on. A musician, a composer. Uh, a contemporary of Kerouac. Uh, so he's getting on in years, and yet here he is today bringing in classical musicians. And it was an amazing, uh, in this beautiful Catholic church, again, walking distance from, from the Worthen, uh, with stained glass window and composers, two classical guitarists, a, a classical jazz, uh, uh, pianist, wonderful, wonderful pianist, just did the Debussy and Eric Satie. Wow, wow. And um, a soprano. I mean, this this is all part of this whole thing. This was, as I was saying to uh, Guilain, this is like sort of the spiritual side of, but with a living connection to Kerouac. You know, it, it was all good. And then a, a premiere, a world premiere, I guess, a poor, uh, 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 presentation. Of the soprano reading out bits from Lonesome Traveler, uh, one of Kerouac's uh, well-known books. Uh, just so good. And then it's not over. Tonight, uh, more music down um, on Market Street. So it's great. It's just it's just wonderful. And, and the connections with the people. You, you look and you smile and you just feel good. A certain somebody... Uh, I won't say who, but as I walk back to my uh, vehicle to uh, recharge my iPhone, um, hands me a couple of rolled J's from from Colorado. I'll just put it that way. Now, here you go. You know, you can imagine the smile on my face and the smile on her face as she handed them to me. Enjoy. Uh, Meanwhile, somebody else who uh, spent the day in Salem is coming back with gummies for me. So... uh, we're all good. We're all good. Everything is just shaping up, and it's and you go with the flow. You let it happen. You be open. You talk to people who you may not have talked before, but this is the place where you you just like I met another woman last night. Just you mind if I join you? Sit down and you talk. You have a conversation and you reconnect, and the next thing you know, you're friends. So. It is a wonderful, wonderful thing. I'm really glad that uh, not a, not a whole lot of people know about this. You're not going to see this advertised on television. I was going to post a picture of the uh, uh, Jerry Cimino, the owner of the, of the um, uh, Beat Museum in San Francisco, is here. And he's driven across the country in their road trek, a newer model, a Dodge Ram, um, called the. Uh, Kerouac, the, the beat, mobile beat thing, you know, Kerouac. I got a picture. I could find what it says on the side, and I was going to post that on a um, on a site for road tracks. Say, hey, hey, you know, showing off a little bit. Look what I found. Here's the uh, Beatmobile. Uh, 
and then realized, no, I don't want a bunch of fucking road trekkers showing up at an event like this who aren't into Kerouac, but uh, might find out it's free parking if you ask nicely like I did. No, 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 thank you. We're not doing that. So, um, yeah, I got the pictures right here. I'm looking at it now, and no, I'm not going to post that. I'm not going to tell people about this thing. I don't want people who, you know, maybe can't find it. And I wonder, like, how the hell did I ever find this five years ago? Because I didn't know anybody. What what prompted me to come here? It was the new days of Sal. Sal was only a year old. I guess I wanted to do something for an anniversary celebration, and uh, here I came. So it's all good. I'm going to... Uh, stretch my legs. I'm going to lie down the back for five minutes while my phone recharges, and then I'm heading back to the Worthen. and I'm just trying to decide what I'm going to eat. The food is really good there. Uh, I think I might go for the wings and onion wings, something like that. But um, more to come, and uh, that's it. Scarborough Dude signing out from Sal, from the parking lot across from the Worthen in Lowell, Massachusetts, here for Kerouac's 100th birthday celebration. Bye for now. Okay, I think she's rolling. It is about 1 a.m. Hang on, I'm going to shut the light off again. Don't want to attract attention to myself. It's about 1 a.m. on the, uh, well, the end of the Friday night. Just left, uh... David Amram standing in the parking lot, still talking, sharing, giving of himself. A couple of drummers, young guys. My good friend from Colorado. And uh, then all the gang still hanging on at the end of the show. What a show it was. I'm telling you, boys and girls. David Amram live, and to see <laughs> once again, pull my daisy, have him just you know ripping off those lyrics. It's so good, and to see him actually do that, to see them do it a few times live, uh, this is just—it it is a gift. He's just a wonderful, incredibly fucking talented man. Jesus, playing, you know, it, the guy's—he's old, right? Fucking older than me, and he he's playing two flutes at once and just trying these different games and then getting the whole audience clapping in rhythm and just fucking amazing. A showman, but not a showing off man. Just a man who just loves music and is just full of the spirit of music and kindness. He's coming to this little conference playing at you know some Zorba Greek restaurant with. You know, a handful of people there. Eh, bigger than a handful, but uh, not a sellout crowd. You know, no VIP section. Keep it at subterranean. That's what uh, our good friend Mike Flynn says. Talked with Mike tonight. Again, I realized I must have picked up a similar conversation last time. Keep it small, man. It is just perfect the way it is. And he said, yeah, it's about letting people find it. Choosing for themselves, you know, it's sort of self-selective. I'm just fucking grateful that whatever it was that convinced me to come down, because I didn't know anybody here, but it seemed the right thing to do, and uh, boy, was it ever. And coming back this time and reconnecting and meeting new people, 
met spirit tonight. <laughs> yeah, it was fun. That was a real exchange of hugs and kisses and just, just like, a, just, it's theater, right? And, and she knew it and I knew it, you know. It started off, I knew who she was, but we hadn't been formally introduced, so we went through this ritual and it was just, it was, it was just, it was just fun. It was just riffing. And, uh, Oh, and my goodness, a good friend, uh, Patty Kate, got up dancing in her witch's costume and, uh, you know, covered the whole floor. It was just quite an amazing performance. And then a belly dancer, my God. Uh, quite a night, quite a night. Uh, the band before with the two saxes, the trombone, and the bass, the big fucking stand-up bass, and a giant of a band playing it. Holy fuck, were they ever good. And, uh, yeah. It just, with this conversation with Mike, who, who's one of the planners, who's, and he just, he reminded me so much of Steve Allen. Steve Allen, you know, you got to be old, I guess, to remember Steve Allen, but there was the Steve Allen show. But just something about him, the glasses and the smile, and and, and the, he knew a secret. He he dug this shit. He, he's... He knows how we wanted to keep it and was just so happy. And it was just, it was a wonderful exchange. And man, he had some choice words of wisdom, that man. So I'm, I'm just delighted about the connections. I'm delighted about the interactions. I'm delighted to be a part of this thing. It's not just you're going to it, you pay your money and you... You watch, no, hey, it's not about that at all. It's about being here and being a part of it and being part of the audience and giving back to the musicians and the the wait staff and just, just having fun, having fun, hanging out at the world and drinking beer, toasting, toasting missing friends, reconnecting, celebrating, celebrating friendship, celebrating fun. It's a club and how nice to be a part of it. So, yeah, you know, <laughs> the afternoon performance in the church. Ah, a, a, a soprano. And she was good. She was on tonight, too. Like, she was just brilliant. She just she just pulled it. And a lovely, lovely young woman. Can't remember her name. David called her up to recite. And she did just a beautiful, beautiful job and delivered it just with full confidence and clearly and, and perfectly. It was very nicely done. I'm glad I took the opportunity to tell her so. And just, you know, talk to people. Be, be part of it. Exchange. Be open. It's a real neat community. It's very, very cool down here. Lowell is a pretty neat city. Keep it on the quiet, man. Keep it subterranean. Let them find it, you know. All right, so listen, I got, I got to, Jesus, I got to be in this park for the commemoration at 9. I got to get on the bus at 10, so no later than quarter to 10 to get there. Apparently it's not that long a walk. And again, my good friend, Nancy, said, oh, I'll check on you anyway. I could pick you up. I didn't want to be asking for too much but so I, I and I gotta clean myself up I gotta you know wash my hair I gotta I gotta have a bit of a, a wash down but uh, we'll see how we'll see how tomorrow plays out may not be first thing in the morning maybe in the afternoon yeah it'll be cold enough I'll have a jacket keep the smell contained 
They are yours truly, the Scarborough dude, a really fucking happy fucking camper. Fucking. <laughs> you. Sorry. I don't mean to be silly, but I, I just mean it's just the celebration of life. This is so much the here and now of this whole experience, this series of events that this committee has put together for our enjoyment in celebration of this this legacy, this history. Thank you, Jack, for all of that. Oh, yeah. Scarborough dude. Okay, I'm back, boys and girls. It is the uh, the next day. It would be uh, we're dealing with Saturday, October the eighth. I've got the um, festival pamphlet in front of me. Old celebrates Kerouac, October six twenty-two, uh, celebrating Kerouac in his centennial year. So the first thing we got this morning is a commemorative. Oh God, it says nine o'clock. Hmm. A commemorative at the commemorative. And this will be some people who were lost. Uh, not everybody I know, uh, but uh, clearly they had uh, significance to the whole story. They played an important part in the LCK story. LCK story. Mark Hemingway, uh, Richard Hyatt, Dave Greenwald, and Alice uh, Brunel. I had the pleasure of meeting her husband, Roger Brunel, on my first try here. He used to lead the tours. Uh, then, on the 60th anniversary of the publication of Big Sur, my favorite Kerouac book, we'll take an honest look at Kerouac's struggle with alcohol and his willingness to be open about it. How do we honor that struggle without romanticizing it? Elsie Care, Mike Flynn, excellent, will share some of his recovery story and the role Big Sur played for him as he dealt with it. Wow! Okay, so i got to get to the commemorative by 9 a.m., and it is now just after 8, I think, yeah, 8.08. Okay, I'm up. I did not get much sleep last night. That weed, that little gummy I had, kept me awake like I was just, bam, eyes open, and uh, the, the brain's still firing away. So going to be a little rough today. Voice is already gone. Haven't started yet. 10 a.m., the uh, bus tour of Kerouac's Sites of Lowell. And this is what I've been looking forward to because uh, I just can't do the walking like I used to. And I've missed the last time I was here. They didn't do, get on the bus. So includes Kerouac's birthplace on Lupine Road. Good. His gravesite at Edson Cemetery. Excellent. I got the rock for that. As well as other sites described in his Lowell novels. And it leads from the commemorative. So I've made sure that Steve Eddington put my name on the list. So that's good. And then we got uh, the Beat Museum on Wheels is doing something on Central Street. And that looks like a bit of a walk. I'll have to, maybe I can bum a ride to that one. Um, and so on. And then another talk after that. Gosh, that's twelve thirty, two o'clock. The Man on the Other Side, Jack Kerouac, Bilingualism and Self-Translation. So that's a presentation. My God, another Library Haunts and another Bill Walsh tour, 3.30. I think I'll pass that one. I think that'll be my nap time. And uh, what do we got at four? Open mic at the Old Worthen. Okay. MC'd by Dan Bacon, who gave that wonderful poetry presentation yesterday. Excellent. 
and hosted by uh, Cliff Whalen. Five o'clock, Brian has it. Jack at 100 Roadshow. Okay, that we got to see. And, <laughs> oh, how I love it when they're at the Old Worthen, which I am looking out at my window. Out at, at my window. Looking at out my window. Oh, God, it's a fine building. So, um, yeah, and then 7 o'clock, another night of jazz at Zorba's. Oh, it's back again to Zorba's. And that's a decent walk down the street. Ooh, $20 cover. Hmm. The Windy Glick Trio. Seven to nine. Dig Infinity. Lord Buckley and the Bardo. Buckley biographer Oliver triggers immersive theater experience featuring multidisciplinary instrumentalist Jared Gregoire. Eleven to closing. Lowell's own party band. Hmm. All right. Well, we'll see about that. <coughs> I'll see what my buddies are doing. That's the other nice thing. You check in with your friends. Where are you going to be? What time are you going to go there? <coughs> oh, boy. Glad I got the throat <coughs> lozenges. Jesus. So, it's been great. i got to make sure I last until the end of it. i got a whole lot of pictures I want to post, but uh, I don't think I want to do that just now. Um... I, I don't know what I said last night entirely, but it's it's something there is magic here. I mean, you make it happen. You you all know that. You know, you create your own magic and wonder. You know, you come in with a sour look or you complain about something, and that's where you're at. Fine, but I'm in a stage in my life where I can't afford that uh, waste of time. I want I want to I want to be in a good place. I want to be the happy camper. I told everybody I was last night, and by God. I, I don't know what it is. is. Is it my ego that gets in here and says, hey, I want people to know I'm a nice guy. But, <laughs> but the fact is, people know I'm a nice guy when they meet me. I am a nice guy, for Christ's sake. Jesus. You know, should that be so hard? Oh, look, you know, i got choice of hats today. Talk about silliness. Now, you know, I'm just not sure what hat to put on today. I, I started with the beanie. I'm wearing all brown today. I actually made a point. I know, boy, oh, boy, I've lost listeners on this point. What the fuck? The guy's talking about what he's wearing? His clothes? It's important, man. I wanted, I wanted to look a little better, feel a little better. I haven't been showering, you know, so you got to make an effort. Brown pants, brown shirt, my new Kerouac T-shirt, suspenders ready to go. And then I put on the beanie, and the beanie felt good. It felt cozy and warm because it's a kind of a cool morning. You know, sun's out there. The yes, yeah, it's, it's going to be cool. Then I switched. Well, hey, why not put on your party hat, the one you wore last time with the buttons? You know, the nice little uh, maybe it's a fedora. Got the fog lounge badge and CBC. And that feels pretty good. Yeah, that's and that's it's all brown. Now, of course, Dan Bacon and his poetry thinks, don't, don't just fucking say brown. Brown? What kind of brown? All right, this is a light straw brown, I'd call it. Very light. light very like coffee if you put too much cream in it kind of brown. God damn, it's a nice brown, though. It's, it's, it's light, it's soft, it's warm. And it's got texture, right? It's got This is this, is this woven hat that uh, Shane gave me. This is a genuine, I don't know. Can't read the handwriting. But uh, it's a damn comfy, cozy hat. 
So that's one possibility. The beanie was the other. But then I got my Barman canvas drover, the classic Australian design. Made with Australian poly cotton canvas, leather hat band, a flexible steel brim. It's got the hat. You know, if there's a wind, it's got the stuff. This is my camping hat. Doesn't quite feel as comfortable. No, no. You go for the feel. How does it feel? How are you feeling in it? You know, let, what's it saying to you? Looks good, but that's not the hat I'm going to wear today. So I'm going back to the fog lounge, a little fedora. I think we'll stick with that. But you know, yeah, yeah. All right. So clothing aside, moving on to other, perhaps to you, more important things. I'm going to take a walk. I'm going to take a fucking walk down Merrimack Street. I see this places. Yeah, it's 8.15. Yeah. I got time to get myself a coffee or something. I'm just going to get out and go for a fucking walk and see how the day unfolds. But it, it's it's the open-spiritedness. The open-spiritedness. Oh, by the way, I met Spirit last night. I don't know if I said that. Quite a, oh, yeah, I did. Wonderful. Wonderful. <laughs> Great fun. Uh, she was looking pretty hot. Don't mind saying that. Of course, everybody knows that, including herself. But uh, anyway, moving on. It's another day to make of what you will. And fortunately, I'm healthy enough, uh, you know, that, hey, well, we're going to make this a good day. We're going to have fun. We're going to talk to people. We're going to engage. And we're going to be part of the experience. And that's what I was getting across to some of the the people last night, the people on the inside planning this, you know, Kurt Fenouf and uh, Mike, uh, Mike Flynn. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I was high when I was talking to him, but I sure had the feeling he was just as high as I was because we were just we were just connecting, and it was that kind of him sitting beside him, you know, touching him like, yeah, right, yes, exactly, yeah. It was almost like a, a Kerouac and uh, a Neil kind of grooving kind of thing. I'm telling you, not that I'm flattering myself, although I would flatter Mike Flynn because he's he's had a journey. But he was into it. He got this. He has a vision for what this is about. And it was so nice to see that. And I'm so glad that I'm at the stage. And this is, this is the Scarborough dude talking about his personal journey. That I've got the confidence now that I needed. You know, confidence has always been the thing that's fucked me up. A good part of my life. A part of my British heritage, you know. And you don't brag about yourself. And, and sort of a, a not good enough. And other people are better. And don't have that drive. And... Just constantly not quite measuring up, you know. And, uh, you know, as you do things, you build and you, and you get the confidence. Say, hey, I'm not so bad. I can do that. I'm all right. And uh, I find when I come to these Kerouac things, how can I say that? I've only been twice. But it, it's been a steady, slow process of growing and gaining and learning and strengthening and, and engaging. And you do it through engaging, you know, not backing off and just watching or, you know, but you put yourself out there, you talk. And uh, the more you do it, the better you get at it, and the more fun it is, and, and the better you feel about it all. So just put yourself out there. And I don't mean show off and be in your face. And I don't mean, you know, making it all about yourself. Last night, what was wonderful was I just surrendered to the music. The music was just so fucking amazing. And how nice, you know, to, to arrive, you know, to come from Canada. I can't bring any weed across the table, but, uh, border, but boy, oh boy, 
sure hope I'm going to get someone. You just connect with people and say, hey, and two different people got me weed. How nice. How nice. How wonderful. Thank you for all this sharing. Something we can do now without fear of a police state, you know. Uh, and and I guess here's 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 something really really important. Engaging with Americans, with our American friends, this mixing of cultures, the fact that there is a Canadian contingent coming to Lowell celebrates Kerouac. The Americans here certainly appreciate it. Mike pointed out, hey, a good contingent, a good percentage of the people watching David Amram now. Are Canadian, and uh, we sure we sure let out a cheer, and you know, it's not rah rah rah, but it's yeah. I'm, I'm glad we Canadians have found this, and I'm glad that uh, Lowell appreciates our coming and engagement, and I'm glad it's subterranean and low key. Oh, oh yeah, let's keep it this way, folks. All right, I'm off. I'm off. I'm off. We got another great day ahead of us. You take care of yourself and do whatever you can to make yourself a better, happier, more contented person. Unless that means eating a lot and drinking too much. Then you're going to fuck yourself all up. So, uh, no, no. Reset the plans, boys and girls. Get in touch with your inner self. Find out who you are inside. Be you. Be you. Be you. Bye-bye. Oh, oh, oh. That was abrupt. Chick, chick. Okay, we got another gravelly voice edition here. Now, uh, listen, I am I'm running into a bit of a problem, and the problem is that uh, I'm becoming a little more self-conscious about recording these things or about what I'm going to say. Aware that there may be somebody from uh, LCK, participants, anybody, friends, new friends, who might listen to this. And so it's it's making me, you know, sort of thinking about filtering what would I say. For example, I could say I spent the last hour, maybe it's 2.30 in the morning now, ridiculous time. Maybe I spent the last hour with people who were drunk. That's to be expected, events like these. But sometimes you get drunk and you can have a uh, a good conversation still and you open up. And, and, and there was a lot of that. <laughs> but there's a lot of time where it was not... Uh, it was not good engaging conversation. It's just a lot of noise sometimes. Outside in front of the weather at uh, two in the morning, for example. And I wouldn't want to talk about that because somebody might think, oh, was that me? You're talking about me? No, uh, but um, it is, I, I thought I had the answer I wanted to 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 explain why LCK this thing this this gathering is, is so special and I know if I voice them they start to sound trite and uh, 
it's just uh, there's no depth to them. It's, it's you know, when you write, you think about your words, and you compose, and you choose, and you edit. When you turn on your microphone and just start talking, you you, you surrender that kind of control, and you sort of let your mouth motor on. There was a lot of love, an awful lot of love, an awful lot of love, a lot of, and it wasn't awful love, it was good love. A lot of love shared, and, and love in strange ways, sometimes in guy ways, you know, walking walking down the street with Philip, with arms around each other's shoulders, me bouncing my cane along, but just we got a good pace, we got a good rhythm going, and it just felt good, you know, while, while maybe I'm calling him an asshole or... He's saying something ridiculous, and it's just the the jocular nature of men friendship sometimes, you know. But a lot of people here aren't holding back; they're open with their hugs, and and this this is good. There's a lot of hugging going on, and a lot of uh, a lot of loving going on, and a lot of good conversation. So I, I the thing when you turn on a recorder, you may recall what was your immediate past. What was just happening? Well, we're standing outside the Worthen. People who uh, you know were missing were locked in. The doors are locked. They're staying in. Uh, others, no, uh, they're out. You're not getting back in. And uh, so you, you, you talk about, you know, the moment, what's fresh in your memory. But I need to go back a little further and uh, sort of Replay the day? God damn, that'd be hard to do. 2.30 in the morning. Okay, maybe, maybe a couple of highlights. All right, here's a, here's a highlight. Sitting with Bill Marsh outside. That table's outside the uh, the Worthen. He's got a, you know, what is it? A, you know, a, a butt or something. And I've got a Narragansett. And we just have a talk. And I mentioned that I had a great talk with Mike Flynn last night at the Zorba. And I said, he reminds me of uh, Steve Allen. And right away, Bill picks up on Steve Allen, starts talking about Louis Nye, Tom Knotts. <laughs> and next thing we're talking, I pipe up, hey, you know, uh, Tom Bolston. And, and we get into something that we can share and it's a, it, it's it's an honor to me. It's an honor to come here, stranger to this thing. There's no special pass you need. You know, you don't get the premium VIP ticket package where you get to talk to the coordinators. No, you just talking, hey, Bill, can I buy, can I buy you a beer? <laughs> it's simple as that sometimes, and. Uh, you know, the the evening before and again tonight outside the Zorba when I went back around 11. Uh, Mike comes out for a smoke and we sit and we continue our conversation. We both told each other how our fathers died. You know, that's not always a casual conversation. That just came up. It's the nature of the talk we were having. So there's, there's a, a level of reality here. 
that sometimes just seems to, not sometimes, seems to be on a higher plane. Like, and, and I, you know, that, that, that sounds so silly to say that. What the hell do you mean? What are you talking about, man? But it, it's, everybody's here because they want to engage. They have a, a common interest, the Beats, Kerouac in particular. But it's people who, who who are of a certain type, I guess, who would come out to these things. And that generally means people who like peace, want to like each other, other people, want to engage, want to be friendly, want to be kind, want to have fun. So... You know, the deck is already stacked in your favor. You're going to, most of the people you're going to meet, you're going to want to talk to, you're going to want to spend some time with. And it takes time. And, and, and then you get the fun, the crazy ones, like just Ashley, beautiful Ashley. And she and I just play a game. I know she's going to be fun. She's probably got a sense I'm going to be fun. We throw each we throw arms around each other and, and, and make howl crazy noises. Just howl, make stupid like a song, like you know, holding our breath, shouting out spontaneously, like crazily. Like and laughing at the end of it. Ha, you know. Just doing something stupid because we've decided that's the game we can play. I I guess I, I talked more it, it, to me it's live theater. It's all live theater. And so even when you're at the end of the night and there's just drunks who aren't making a whole lot of sense or not that you can understand anyway, it's still good theater just watching, 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 looking at everybody wearing something different, something special, some of the unique identities, you know? Uh, and so just the, yeah, the viewing time alone is worth it. But then you get... All this other shit, music in the church and David Amram and bands that are just unbelievably good and talks that are incredible and presentations and holy shit, there's actually a, a thing going on here. This just isn't just gathering because you like care. There's this stuff. There's stuff to learn, stuff to share, stuff to enjoy. The wonderful, like what I was looking forward to is, of course, the, the bus tour with... Uh, with Bill recalling Roger, you know, and the, and the things he learned from Roger, that Roger had researched and learned which room was Kerouac born in. That one. <laughs> well, that's pretty cool, man. That is pretty cool. Experts. So here, here's the part. Well, you know, I, I went up. You're in and out. You're moving around. You're moving around. I like... What I'm finding is I've got unlimited freedom. Beautiful, because I can just walk across the parking lot and I'm home. I'm in my road track. That's where I'm lying down now as I talk to you. 2.30 in the morning. Not bothering anybody. Um, but I decide where I'm going to sit, when I'm gonna, who I'm going to you know, engage with, whatever. And, of course, I flock towards the people I already know, but they always introduce you to new people, and you you, 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 you get to them. I got to know uh, Brian from Winnipeg. There's a new friend. 
I invited him to the only cafe, you know. And patty cake, hey, too bad you're a little out of sorts. But uh, just the fun. But the learning, the reflection. I sat at the bar, and I guess I told this to uh, Mike. I sat at the bar, and I just channeled, or my, it was like my father channeled me, I channeled my father. You know, not, not in any weird, spooky way, just that I felt his approval. I felt he would really approve if he could if he could reach out to me. He'd say, good for you. Here you are in an American town, gone down, you found this place, Lowell, Massachusetts, you're sitting in a bar. It's a very, very interesting bar. I mean, it's, it's, it's our home, our clubhouse. Somebody referred to it as our clubhouse. Yeah, the Worthers are clubhouse during this time. Long live the Worthered, the old Worthered. But you're, you're just, you're eating it all up visually. Like, I, I stayed the longest time in the bar just you know, snapping pictures, but I wasn't, I, I was just trying to freeze that moment of time. But look at the back of uh, Hootie's coat. That's pretty cool with the dead head in the middle. And look at what Hootie's wearing, for Christ's sake. Jesus, you know? Oh, that's, that's the, the visuals are amazing. The visuals, the styles, you know, there's a lot going on, and it's not over. I'm going to shut this down now. My voice is fucking hacked and packed and wrecked. But I, I just I just want to, it's important for me to, to get across some of the truth, some of the beauty, some of the wonder, some of the fun. Some of the goodness. Yeah, and, I, and now I, I do realize that the point I wanted to make, tried to make with Ashley and uh, our good fellow from uh, Logan from Virginia. Here, there's an interesting looking dude. <laughs> and fun. A lot of fun. Yeah, hang on. Two things. So, I'm upstairs. The uh, open mic. I heard half some of the open mics. The ones I heard were fantastic, and I got to tell a couple of people afterwards, including our own very own Neely, talking French. It was so nice. Uh, the man who did the play and the foul language, the memes we used to call kids in the past. Anyway, came downstairs because it was time to for a change. But they went back up at the end of the night. Everything's everything's finished. Everybody's going on down. And I end up staying with two people whose names I, I, I can't say they were both interesting names and everybody knew them right away. The one who did the sound editing for Brian and uh, the person who turned him onto the beats as a former professor. And my goodness, that former professor and you know, listeners or people who come here on a regular basis, know who I'm talking about. And if you're a, a regular Dixon James podcast listener, you won't have a clue. But here's a guy, he's doing his PhD on Kerouac, specifically a certain area. I'm not going to get into it. Uh, but boy, God, did this guy know his shit. Did this guy have information that he could rhyme off from the research he's doing, from the notebooks, from the letters? These are people, it's not just you read the book and you tell me, yeah, I like that book, it was funny. No, 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 this is research here. This is a lot going on, including, uh, you know, uh, Bill researching the history of, of the whole town, 
What an interesting town. What a great place to throw a party, Lowell. It's got history, man. It's got canals and rivers. Old buildings. It's just a whole lot of... It's just something good. And the people who get that, get that. You get it back once you open your eyes and realize, hey, this is a good thing. And we are. There's a few Canadians amongst us. And I'm proud waving that Canadian flag because it, it takes me back to my point. The image Canadians can have of Americans. Oh, my God. I'm fucking glad I'm not an American. That country is fucked. It'll never get better. And this is like some of the poison we get through the media. And, you know, this the business of, like, how could anybody make that man president? Trump, of course. Yeah, like, this, this is, oh, my God. I, how do you even begin to help that country? So this happens to Canadians, okay? Just we're looking and we're thinking, holy fuck, this could spread across the borders, this shit. We already blame the gun deaths, the violence in Toronto, the increase in the shootings, and the fucking guns that are being smuggled out of the States into Canada. You know, this gun culture. Hey, we don't want it. So there is this pushback. There's this little anger with America. But then you come to law. <laughs> And you only meet nice people and people who get it and people who are, are celebrating this thing and want to put on a little party. And they're happy to have our Canadian friends now and have, to have us here be enjoying this. And it's a whole new vision of America. Oh, all that shit, the TV, the news, everywhere else. But just park that right now. Let's enjoy the here and now. What's happening now? By God. All this goodness I tried to explain, the conversations, the friendliness, the, the, the friendship, the love, the caring, the fun, the joking. And for me to hear somebody teasing a New Englander, that's something we don't know, you know, how do you tease a New Englander? Oh, it's just something funny somebody said or the way they did their accent. I mean, this is, what a thrill for a Canadian to come to America and find the perfect place to come. Where there's no fear. There's no anger. There's no hatred. This is a little paradise here. And the people running all celebrates Kerouac. They know that. And they know to keep it quiet and keep it wonderful. Shout out. I, I, I close my eyes and I see Dan Bacon, big Dan Bacon, you know. We're good. We're good. We had a difference on the internet. We're good. We love each other. We're good. Love you, Dan. Man, can that guy recite poetry? The poetry he writes, can he just, when he just does it, it is so good. This, this is one example. Mike Flynn, the wisdom, the talk he gave today at the memorial, 9 o'clock this morning, about his past, his history, what he shared. His friendship with Steve Eddington and how they both read the last two chapters of uh, Big Sur and the significance of that and the importance of that. David Abraham, up till one at night in the parking lot outside Zorba's, talking with anybody who wants to talk, just friendly, putting himself a kind man, giving of himself to Nancy Fox. Says, "Hey, we gotta, we gotta put an end to this. We, we gotta, we gotta get this guy home." And there he is, next day. I see him and Bill in the sunlight 
of the fringe of Kerouac uh, Park. Holy shit, he's fresh as a daisy. He's fine. He's going to do stuff. He's going to play for a little bit more. He's going to play some tunes. He's going <sighs> to... He's going to give of himself. Thank you. Thank you, LCK. Thank you, all you people behind this who are making it as good and as great as it is. And thank you, all the attendees who are doing your part to make this a whole lot of fun. And thank you, my new whole set of friends that I've got. Thank you all. Thank you all. Thank you all. 